Hello and welcome back to the Transfer Update Show brought to you by the Chronicles of Aguna. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by AMS Media. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simiou, and I am back after a couple of days off. Uh, nice uh, weekend, um, not in terms of the weather, uh, but yeah, what can we say? Listen, it was uh, it, the rain didn't help and the rain didn't make it as great as it could have been, um, but I had a, a lovely birthday weekend, so I want to say a massive thank you to all of you who wished me um, a happy birthday. Really, really um, appreciate that. Um, means the world to me. And of course, um, I took a few days out to sort of relax with the family, enjoy it. Um, turning 30 is a traumatic as it is. Um, so yeah, it was a shame that the weather wasn't great, but we got there in the end. And of course, during that weekend, Lots and lots and lots happened. And I was kind of half tempted on Saturday um, to, you know, to jump on here and to give us uh, to do a stream about the news that Raul had gone. We heard rumours about it from the Friday. We weren't sure how accurate those were. And often, you know, a lot of the stuff that we do read on Twitter and social media is hot air most of the time. So you can understand why I was a little bit reluctant to jump on that bandwagon um, from, you know, from prior um, but of course, it feels like um, this has been something that was in the pipeline for quite a while, doesn't it? These kind of things, they, they don't materialize overnight. Um, we learned that Tim Lewis had come into the club and had uh, been looking at some some transfer dealings that had happened historically previously um, involving sort of Arsenal and, of course, Raul Sanlehi. And whilst the club have told us that, you know, it's part of their streamlining process in terms of uh, trimming down the executive staff so that they can uh, cope with the uh, financial impact of COVID-19. I'd be lying if I said that, you know, I, I didn't think that was just corporate bullshit, if I'm honest. Um, it feels like Raul hasn't been the kind of stand-up character that many people hoped he was or thought he was when he came into the job. I've said it before on previous podcasts that actually you don't survive as long as Raul did at somewhere like Barcelona. If you are um, not ruthless, if you are not someone willing to get your hands dirty, if you're not somebody, um, you know, who is not afraid to dip into the sort of the dark side of the game as well. And we know that he's got um, certain agents with whom he shares very close relationships. And that was one of the things that Arsenal was said to have looked at Um you know, there was a few things uh, uh, during uh, Raul's time at Arsenal that I would class as black marks against him. One of them was uh, bringing us Unai Emery or being involved, uh, not necessarily in the recruitment of Unai Emery, but being in um, <laughs> being in the position where he was calling for Unai Emery, wasn't he, in April to have his contract extended. And then just after that, uh, we saw the complete and utter fucking meltdown of Unai Emery's Arsenal. So that, that was a black mark against him. I think that there was clearly a, a, a bit of a tug of war in terms of what direction the Arsenal were trying to go into. There was all the controversy about the Pepe deal, where it's understood that Arsenal um, 
you know, were were quoted a lot less than what they actually paid for Nicolas Pepe. Um, did Raul's relationship with an agent mean that Arsenal were overpaying so that they could benefit in some way or another? Um, you know, we don't actually know. Um, we don't actually know exactly what went on behind the scenes, but we can piece the pieces together and we can come to the conclusion that Arsenal were at least, if not totally convinced, were suspicious of some wrongdoings on um, on Raul Sanlehi's part. And therefore, the guy had no choice to walk away. There's not been a big, big fuss about it. There was a statement put out by the club, as I said, on Saturday, which um, sort of wished him well, thanked him for his contribution to the club. But you expect that stuff, don't you? Um, you expect that kind of corporate spin and that kind of corporate bullshit, if I'm honest. Um, what does it mean for Arsenal going forward? This is the big, big question, isn't it? Because when you think about sort of the way we've been operating lately, Raul has been at the centre of the deals that we've been doing. He's been at the heart of Arsenal's transfer negotiations. He's been the man um, sort of, you know, put the, the face of Arsenal, I guess, in negotiations. He's been a real, real key figure. And now that is going to change. And, and we're understanding or we're led to believe the, the recruitment will now be in the hands of Edu and Mikel Arteta and Vinay Venkateshim is going to lead the club now. Um, but he's what I like about Vinay is he's not a football man, but he doesn't pretend to be a football man. He doesn't pretend uh, to be above his station. He's very clear and been very open about the fact that actually the experts when it comes to football are Mikel Arteta and Edu. And in this move, in Raul Sanlei going out the door, if it means that Mikel Arteta's position is elevated and he has now more control, more power over the dealings that Arsenal do in the transfer market, then I'm okay with that. Because even in this short space of time, he has gained my trust. He's gained the trust of many, many Arsenal fans. I don't think there's any question about that. And therefore, him having more responsibility in, on that side of things, I can't see how that can be construed as a negative. I just can't. Um, so for that reason, let's, um, you know, let's be pleased. Um, you know, uh, Edu is a, another bit, he's a bit of a mysterious character as well, slightly similar to the way that Raul was in the sense of, we don't really know a great deal about him. He had quite a reputation in Brazil, uh, done some good work behind the scenes uh, there. I think it was with Corinthians, correct me if I'm wrong, and with the Brazilian national team. But since he's come to Arsenal, we've not heard a great deal from him. We don't necessarily know um, sort of what his way of thinking is with a lot of things. And, and that's fine. You know, they keep themselves to themselves, but he still remains an unknown for me. So having Mikel Arteta being uh, sort of so involved with that side of things, I think is a positive. And I think it's something that we should be pleased about. Again, I'll say it again, um, as much as there is Arsenal haven't come out with any concrete proof or haven't come out and slammed Raul Sanlehi, seems like he was dodgy. Um, it seems like something was going on that was untoward. It seems like there was something happening behind the scenes that the Cronkies weren't happy with because my understanding is that this change was enforced at ownership level. By uh, what, what I mean by that is the Cronkies had a massive hand in Raul Sanley leaving the club. This wasn't uh, them taking a step back and saying, right, um, you know, you guys sort it out between yourselves and, and the collateral damage was Raul Sanlehi. There was clearly something that didn't smell right, something that didn't look right. Um, and as I mentioned, Tim Lewis, a lawyer, 
who actually assisted the Cronkies in acquiring the club is someone that they are very close with and they trust and they have a very, very strong relationship with. If he's identified or unearthed or uncovered uh, some dealings that perhaps um, weren't in the best interests of the football club or perhaps questionable in terms of the, 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 the moral side and the integrity side, then they are right to push Raul Sanlei out the door. Um, maybe further down the line, more details will emerge and we'll have a bit of a stronger understanding as to what actually happened. Maybe we won't. Uh, but at this moment in time, I think it's very important that we don't let this distract. Now, we understand that Arsenal have been in negotiations for a number of transfer targets already this summer. And Raul would have been heavily, heavily involved in that. Does that change a great deal moving forward? Well, it may affect in terms of the relationships that he may have with, with people at other clubs. And perhaps that's why we're uh, in negotiations for certain players. I guess once the negotiations have started, it shouldn't be too much of a problem for the likes of Edu, Husfami, even Mikel Arteta, if he does get involved, um, to to take those on to that next level. If negotiations are progressing, then Raul's absence shouldn't necessarily be felt. And I say that because I do believe that Arsenal will have probably identified their transfer targets and the people that they were going to go after this summer way before this happened, way before this come out. Um, in which case, you know, let's uh, let's not panic too much. Let's um, let, let's see what's going to happen. I think, as I said, the, the transition between whoever now takes over that job should be a seamless one if the negotiations are as far down the line as we were or are led to believe. Um, right, guys, there's over a hundred of you watching at the moment, but we've only got 27 le- likes. 27. That's not even a third of you. Um, so, uh, I really, really appreciate it if you guys would smash that like button. Um, it really, really does help the stream and you've seen the numbers on our recent streams and they've improved dramatically. And that is because you guys have been liking the videos. And it's, as I said, it is the golden currency on YouTube. So please, I don't wish to keep interrupting the broadcast uh, by bringing it up, but if you haven't already, please, please do. So it is much appreciated. I promise. In other news, um, and I thought I'd just cover off the Raul thing. I know it was on Saturday. I know there's probably been a ton of reaction from other channels and other people and other sort of figures, and that's fine. But as I hadn't done a podcast since uh, Saturday's news broke, I felt it was worth discussing and, and sharing my take on it. So overall, am I disappointed that he's gone? Quite frankly, I couldn't give a shit. Um, as long as Arsenal continue to progress, as long as Arsenal um, are in the right direction, and I fully trust Mikel Arteta. And that is why, in a way, whilst that, you know, you don't really know necessarily what Raul's absence is going to leave in terms of voids and gaps. And he does have a vast array of contacts. But if we're led to believe uh, that we have overpaid uh, for players because of him, that we have done dealings that maybe were questionable because of him, then it was the absolutely the right thing to do. He's a club of class, a club of history, a club of great integrity. And so we don't need any of that crap uh, going on around us. And, it, and Raul always struck me as a little bit of a, a strange character, someone you couldn't necessarily read, um, someone who was very, um, I guess, savvy in the way he communicated from a director's perspective, someone who was quite comfortable in talking in the language that I call corporate bullshit. And I've worked in big corporations and I know exactly what that sounds like, especially from the people right at the very top. Um, so it sort of, it, it didn't fool me. And I think that now 
he's uh, stopped falling the club as well because they've taken action and Raul Sanlehi is gone. Don Raul is no more. Raul Sanlehi dismissed. Um, maybe dismissed is not the right word. Um, well, going by the official explanation, but I certainly think that dismissed is uh, the most accurate uh, way of describing what actually happened, whether Arsenal want to admit that or not. Let's go over to some of your comments and then we'll come back to talking about some transfer news because there is a bit of news. There are a few updates floating around since we last did one of these. Um, and uh, yeah, big hello to uh, everyone who is currently watching us and who will watch this later and those who will listen to this back. It is much appreciated. And I've got something to tell you guys as well. Um, maybe I should get the bad news out of the way now. The bad news is, guys, um, that I am not going to be bringing you these live streams just for the next few days. Uh, for the next, uh, I normally do a Monday to Friday. There won't be one tomorrow. There won't be one Wednesday. There won't be one Thursday. And there won't be one Friday. However, I will be providing you with a transfer update video, just a short update, but it will be pre recorded. And the reason for that is because I'm going on holiday. Um, it's been a really, really busy year. Um, it's been a really uncertain year um, and I don't for a minute suggest that I have it harder than than some people out there, but it has been a really tiring time for me, sort of um, keeping everything going and, and balancing sort of the various work that I do. And so I've decided to take a short break and I'm going to be going away uh, just for a few days, which means I probably won't be very active on Twitter. Um, I'm not going to be as active on here, although I will keep providing you some form of content um, whilst I'm gone. But we will be back next Monday properly um, with a fan show and a transfer update show. So plenty to look forward to still. Um, and of course, if there is any breaking news, I'll be sure to bring you guys updates on that and videos on that and opinions on that. Um, but just for the next few days, they will be pre-recorded and they will be quite a lot shorter. So hope you guys can forgive me, but I really, really need the break. Um, so I'm really looking forward to putting my feet up and turning the laptop off and not opening it uh, for a good few days. Uh, right. Let's go over to some of your comments. Uh, Brad S says, hey, Harry. A Slim says, afternoon, Harry. Giancarlo Caraleo says, hit the like button. Uh, please, please do, guys. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, belated birthday wishes, mate. Thank you guys so much. Uh, belated happy birthday, Harry from Barry. Thank you guys very much. Um, lots of you sharing your birthday wishes. Thank you so much. Um, to Brendan from Kentucky as well. Um, thank you to all of you guys. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, Aaron DeMello, Harry, you're the Don of Arsenal news. I, I can't take that title, mate. It's definitely not the Don in terms of news. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, but thank you for your kind words anyway. Um, what else have we got here? Lots of people talking about, um, the Raul stuff and why not? Um, it is a really, really big talking point. And, and we'll come over to some of your comments and we'll come over to some of them on Twitter as well, because a lot of people um, had left sort of comments as well on um, on the Twitter feed in the last few days about this as well. Barry says, um, to be honest and frank, I'm glad Raul has gone. There's an old saying, the truth always comes out in the end. That's all I'm saying. Make of that what you will. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, our Senate Gunner says, Vinay, the executive side, Mikhail and Edu with the football side. Yeah, that's that's right. That's the plan moving forward. And as I said earlier on in the stream, actually, 
you know, you take confidence from that, don't you? You take confidence from the fact that the football people are going to be allowed to do the football jobs. And what I like about Vinay is that he doesn't pretend to be this massive football guy, this massive football bigwig. He is an executive. He is a corporate man and he does that um, and he will continue to do that. And he will let the experts, as he called them himself, get on with the football inside. And that is massive. So, so important um, that the right people are doing the right jobs. And you, you don't often, look, you do find some people that are good all-rounders, but, you know, you rather have specialists in specialist areas. And this is certainly, well, it seems like this is going to be the case for Arsenal moving forward. Um, what else have we got? Alex McCarthy says, I can still remember his interview along with Vinay when they mentioned players will not go under two years or they will be sold. And we all know how that turned out. Talking about uh, Raul Sanlehi here, agreed. Uh, Suyog says, hi, Harry. Love from Nepal. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, mate. Really, really appreciate it. Um... <laughs> Stand the man says, Harry, do you feel that Ronnie Corbett, I mean, Raul Sanlehi, has personally profited from certain transfer deals? I feel like there is, and look, we're seeing a bit of this now with Edu and Kia Jurabshan. So I don't want to really home in too much on Raul and say he's guilty and this and that, because that would make me a hypocrite when I've been talking about Edu's relationship with Kia Jurabshan lately, which is very similar. Um, so it does feel like there has been some profiting um, from some deals. I don't necessarily think that's by the way of, you know, somebody putting money directly into Raul's pocket, but I think he's got relationships with certain people uh, and he, they've done deals that have mutually benefited the pair. Uh, and maybe he's getting something on the side or he's received something on the side away from Arsenal football club. Maybe he's been given uh, special privileges, maybe. And by that, I mean, access to players that, you know, maybe he wouldn't necessarily have access to or, you know, non-monetary stuff. So, you know, holidays and you know you can bribe people and you can take sort of corruption and be involved in corruption in many ways it's not just about literally a brown paper envelope being handed out with money so i do think he's if he's not personally profited in terms of finances then he's personally profited in some way otherwise why'd you do it um you know that would be my question that would certainly be my question um Avon says it's not a great look when the day after an investigation into deals done results in the head of football leaving abruptly. It's almost like they found something agreed. I think they did. If they didn't find something conclusive that, you know, completely, um, you know, incriminates Raul Saleh, then they certainly found stuff that doesn't smell right. And therefore um, they've gone and, uh, you know, they've gone and sort of knocked on his door and, and and asked for an explanation. And it's been agreed that it's probably right that they just all, all depart, uh, all part ways. Um, lots of people saying uh, about my holiday comments. How dare you take a holiday, Harry? Uh, Omar, no worries, Harry. Enjoy your holiday. Avon, have a great holiday. Thank you guys so, so much. Um, it's definitely going to be one where I can just chill out. And that's what I'm really, really looking forward to. It is much needed, I promise. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, lots of you saying happy birthday still. Thank you guys so much. Um, really, really appreciate it. Really, really do. Uh, why not Manchester United asks David Lewis to Renz? I don't think so. Um, I think Arsenal have given him a contract. Arsenal expect him to stay there. Um, 
Mikel Arteta clearly values his influence in and around a place. I cannot see David Luiz leaving this summer, but there are links, there are reports, um, and they are being obviously uh, sort of put around and, and people are starting to pick up on them. And it is something worth talking about. Me, I, I think that David Luiz, when you're, if you're looking at bringing Gabriel in, which we're going to come on to in a little bit, if you're looking at developing William Saliba and you're looking at potentially moving on the likes of Socrates, maybe, maybe even Mustafi, then you need that bit of experience. And as much as he's been a calamity at times, he's also done some really good things, um, not just on the field, but behind the scenes as well. So I do expect David Lewis to stay. I don't think he's going to go anywhere, um, if I'm honest. Um, Tony says, love your work, Harry, even if we don't agree on how good Xhaka is. You have a nice holiday. Thank you very much, mate. Um, Red Gilly says, Harry, don't underestimate the influence Tim Lewis is going to have in the future. Tim Lewis, of course, the lawyer, the lawman uh, that the Cronkies uh, brought in as a non-executive member of the board. I think that was the correct description. Um, and that was to run a fine tooth comb over quite a few different aspects of the club. And he's been uh, looking at different things and, and different areas over the last few weeks. We've decided to change our scouting approach. We've streamlined in that department. We've streamlined in the executive level now as well. I think that Tim Lewis is somebody that the Cronkies trust, as I've said, and he's somebody whose opinion and findings they will value. And when making decisions, they will almost certainly take his comments into account. He's clearly found uh, some things that, as I said, don't smell right. And therefore, he's brought it to people's attention and action is being taken. I do feel like the Cronkies have been a lot more involved in recent years, uh, particularly, and I'm not going to say it's because of the We Care Do You thing, because it did bring initial attention to it, but have they kept sort of their foot on the gas with that? Probably not as much as they could have. Uh, I'm not going to say as much as they should have, because I don't know what the right thing is to do. But in terms of as much as they could have, no, I don't think they have. So I don't think that's had a lasting influence, but I do think the Cronkies, in particular Josh, are a lot more involved now, a lot more hands-on. And fingers crossed, we're going to start to see that uh, coming off in our performances on the pitch as well. Um, let's talk about Thomas Partey just quickly because uh, William asks, Harry, there's been a report on Football Ghana that Partey has agreed terms with Arsenal. Thoughts? As far as I'm aware, nothing has been agreed. Um, that is my information. As far as I'm aware, um, the problem is not between Arsenal and Thomas Partey. The problem is between Arsenal and Atletico Madrid. Arsenal are unable at the moment. This is what we're being led to believe. Or I guess unwilling. I don't know if they're actually unable because, as I say, I'm not privy to their sort of finances. But Arsenal, it seems, are unwilling to meet Thomas Partey's release clause, which is 50 million euros. They simply do not want to pay that up front. Um, they're happy to try and do a deal, a structured deal that would, of course, suit Arsenal, particularly if they were able to achieve some of their goals and finish in the Champions League positions next season, qualify for that competition somehow. And the, the cash injection that would come along would make that feasible. But as far as I understand right now, Thomas Partey and Arsenal, there is no deal in place. And, and there could be reports that the personal terms have been agreed, but I never actually thought that the personal terms would be a problem for Arsenal. If they're going to stretch as far as to meet Atletico's asking price for Thomas Partey, I highly, highly doubt that they would allow the opportunity to land such a coveted player, pass them by because of the personal terms. I genuinely think that they would make that happen if the deal was to be done. But it's about 
getting Atletico Madrid to play ball. And I know they exited from the Champions League, which may have a, a, a knock-on effect on their stance around Thomas Partey. So we're going to have to wait and see whether that softens in the next few weeks. But as I say, I don't think that personal terms will be a problem for Arsenal and Thomas Partey if a, a transfer fee is agreed. If a deal is agreed, I think Arsenal will get it over the line. So as far as I'm concerned, there's one major hurdle in the pursuit of Thomas Partey and personal terms are not it. So there could be reports that they've been agreed and, and I'm not saying they're not true because I don't necessarily think I know better than everyone else. But to my knowledge, that has never been a concern for Arsenal. So I'm not too worried about that just now. Um, I think that doesn't really, I, I guess my point is that that doesn't really change the situation that we are in uh, regarding Thomas Partey. Um, what else have we got here? Um, let's see what we've got. Um, Stevie Dutch says, do you think Maitland-Niles stays now Don Raul has gone? Um, again, my information is very much that the uh, the pushing for an Maitland-Niles uh, Maitland exit is very much from the player's side and not the club's. That is my understanding. That is the information that uh, sort of I've been given over the last few weeks. Ainsley Maitland-Niles is the one who has been pushing a potential exit. He doesn't want to be a utility man all his life. He doesn't want to be a fringe player. Ainsley Maitland-Niles wants to play regular Premier League football somewhere, and he feels and he believes that he is up to that standard. If a decent bid came in, if a, a, the right price was on the table, I think Arsenal would consider selling him. Um, but until that happens, I think that Mikel Arteta is probably looking at this and thinking he's somebody that could be of great use to my squad. Does Raul's departure impact that? In my opinion, not really. Um, not really. Um, but never say never. Um, but yeah, I uh, I really don't think that that would make that much of a difference to what, what the outcome is with regards to Maitland-Niles' future. Arsenic Gunner says, we need to scout Canada, mate. Real talk. You know what? Um, there've been a real. Uh, there's been a few talents coming out of Canada lately. Alfonso Davis, for those of you who watched uh, Barcelona and night get annihilated by Bayern Munich the other day, um, is Canadian. Jonathan David, I think, is the other one currently playing in Belgium, uh, on his way to France. If rumours are to be believed, really, really talented player. So they're obviously producing a crop of players at the moment. And yeah, it's not a bad shout. Um, it is probably a market that is worth looking at, and it's a market from which you could probably acquire players at a relatively low price. So why not? Um, what else have we got? Um, Jonathan Porter. Um, he's talking about sort of the Raul stuff and, and the sort of agent sweeteners, as they're being called, that people are sort of um, discussing quite heavily at the moment. He says, what I hate about all this is some 16-year-old lad could get a deal because an agent takes half of his money and he's linked to a club whilst another lad's route is blocked because he won't sign to an agent. Agreed. Um, it isn't fair. And I've said it time and time again. And look, I've done a football agency course. I've passed the course on how it all works. On And if I wanted to go and register, then I could. And anyone can register. But I think it is worth doing the course because you learn about the ins and outs of it. And what became really apparent to me during doing that course, and it's something I've done when I first got made redundant, didn't know what I was going to do in my life. Um, you know, what becomes increasingly clear is that it is not regulated anywhere near as much as it should be. It's an industry that is literally a free-for-all. And you can see why some people 
have taken advantage of it and have become a little bit over the top on it. You know, it's just, it's, um, it's uh, a horrible industry. It's an industry full of dishonest um, money grabbing characters. There are, having said that, there are some good ones as well who do look after their clients who aren't greedy, who do look for the best moves and do it with the best of intentions. But we only ever hear about the super agents. And guess what? All the super agents are, are probably crooks. That's how they got there in the first place. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Matthew D'Souza makes a really good point. He says, one of the reasons why the full picture may not emerge regarding Don Raul is because Arsenal might be afraid of a points penalty if all comes out. That's a great point. If Arsenal have uncovered something that could potentially land them in hot water with the authorities, why on earth would they publish the details? Um, they wouldn't, and rightly so, for the good of the club. So, yeah, um, that's why I said that we'll never really know, will we, exactly what has happened. Right, guys, there's over 230 of you watching now across the two platforms. If you haven't hit that like button, why not? We've only got 66 likes, I think. Um, you know, we could do better than that. Let's at least get 50% or whatever. Let's get up to 100. We're a long way from there still, but please uh, do your thing, guys. Smash the like button at the bottom of the page. Um, let's go on to some other comments. I'm a little bit pressed for time, but let's see what else we've got as well. Um, let's see. Um, we'll come to a couple of questions that you guys have just sent in. But first, let's talk a little bit about Gabriel uh, Magales, of course, of Lille. And there have been significant reports in the strong reports, I should say. It's probably the right word that actually... Arsenal are closing in on a move uh, for Gabriel, that he is interested in joining Arsenal, that he's chosen the club over a number of other potential suitors. Um, my understanding, though, is that we're not at that point yet. Um, Arsenal have shown an interest in Gabriel. We understand uh, that Lille are looking for around about £25 million. Um, they've been very transparent about that. They've been uh, very open to those who wish to potentially uh, explore the possibility of bringing uh, Gabriel to their sides. Maybe um, he, he could be on his way to the Emirates, but as far as I'm aware and from my information, Arsenal have yet to reach the, the point where it is now down to the player, which would suggest that negotiations are not complete with regards to a transfer price. Arsenal, uh, sorry, Lille are very, very clear about what it is that they want. Um, but it, no one's met that yet. And uh, no one's met that price. We understand that Napoli were leading the race, but if Arsenal were to come in and uh, match the offer that Napoli have supposedly put on the table, uh, then there's no reason why Arsenal couldn't do uh, enough to get him to join. Um, people are saying a fee has been agreed with Arsenal. Again, my information and, and Chris TV says that a fee has been agreed with Arsenal. My information is not that. My information is that Lille have asked for £25 million, pounds, um, which is just under €30 million, Euros for Gabriel Magales. Arsenal may have um, indicated that they are willing to pay that, but no concrete bid has gone in yet from Arsenal. Um, that is what I'm led to believe at the moment. Everyone's saying a fee has been agreed, but that is because the fee that Lille want is clear. Everyone knows what it is, but that doesn't mean that Arsenal 
have gone in and actually put that money on the table. They've opened discussions. They've indicated or suggested that they would be willing to pay that. But that doesn't mean that a deal has been struck between the clubs. And that doesn't mean that Gabriel Magales is definitely on his way to Arsenal. The, the longer this goes on, the stronger the links are becoming. And therefore, it feels like we're getting somewhere with this. But at this moment in time, there is nothing to say that Gabriel Magales is coming to Arsenal. Um, will that change in the next few days? There have been suggestions that a conclusion regarding Gabriel's future is expected this week, as soon as this week. Therefore, we could see this move very fast and we could see him join Arsenal. I'm not ruling it out, but I'm just saying that from my information at this moment in time, we're not at the point yet where Gabriel has gone, yep, I'm going to Arsenal and it's a done deal. We're not there yet. Um, we are not there yet. Uh, we might get there soon, um, maybe in the next few days, hopefully, but we are not there. Um, that's uh, that's the information I've been led to believe. And that was from earlier, um, earlier on today. Has that changed? Don't know. Um, but I'm just going by uh, what I've been told. And that was uh, this morning. Um, what else have we got here? Um, Femi says Sky Sports said a deal has been agreed It's a shootout, by the way, between us and Napoli Perhaps that is the case, as I'm saying I'm going by my information And my information this morning was that uh, A deal had not yet been agreed But, you know, it's easy to say I, I keep going back to this point It's easy to say a deal has been agreed When it's been so obvious and transparent Around what the transfer fee would need to be So you either pay it or you don't It's that fucking simple, isn't it? Um you know, it's that simple. Um, if Arsenal want him, they know what they got to pay. Therefore, it's easy. Um, what else have we got here? Um, da -da 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 -da. Chris says, I really like how articulate and transparent you are in terms of your channel and Arsenal. I hope you can really reach massive heights in YouTube. Thank you so much, mate. Hope so. Um, but in order to get there, we're going to need likes. We're going to need subscribers. We're going to need all of that stuff. So please, if you haven't already, um, hit like hit subscribe if you're new and uh don't forget as bad boy has done uh, put the little bell icon on when you subscribe to the channel that way you'll get a notification every time we go live or post something new so uh that's my thoughts on gabrielle that's my thoughts on the raul thing um a little bit of thomas Partey talk in there as well um apologies it's not as long of a stream today but unfortunately um, I've got to get off and get some bits done because, as I said, I'm I'm, I'm off um, late tonight. I'm gone. Um, I'll be away for a few days, so I do apologise. There will still be some form of content, I promise you. Um, I'll be bringing it to you from overseas, um, probably just some short transfer update videos. that they, They'll be pre-recorded, um, but we all need a break. We all need a rest, and I, I'm telling you guys, I am desperate for one, and I'm really looking forward to spending some time with the missus as well because... Uh, get a lot of grief for how much football I watch. So this is a good opportunity uh, to go out and, uh, and, uh, and, and chill out and relax and put my feet up. And uh, she doesn't know it yet, but she'll be watching the Champions League games as well. Um, so we'll be back next Monday with the fans phone in. Unfortunately, there won't be one tonight uh, because I've got a shoot. Um, but we'll be back next Monday with the fans phone in. If you want to register your interest, all you need to do is tweet us at Chronicles underscore AFC. You know the drill by now. Um, as I said, we'll be bringing you transfer update videos. I'll be a little bit less active, though, and a little bit less active on Twitter, although I'll probably be scrolling through to make sure that I can keep up to date with everything. So until the next live stream, um, thank you guys once again for your amazing support. Really means the world to me. Thank you again for those of you who wished me a happy birthday over the weekend uh, and to those of you who are patrons and support this channel. 
um, so, so much. Thank you all. And until next time, take care. Ciao.